are Sean. <laughs> and they are Maggie. <laughs> we are the Bob Snobs. So today we watched Welcome to the Chum Bucket and what was the second one called again? Le Switch. Le Big Le, Switch. Le Big Switch. Not just any switch. It's Le Big Switch. The Big Switch. Yeah. For those of you who aren't fluent in French like me, that means the big switch. Like I just said. Yeah. <laughs> like Sean just said. Okay. Had to make um, sure that my... I'm I'm not fluent in French. I never took French. So thank you for making sure my translation was correct. You're welcome. I love to serve. So um, I had never seen the big switch before, but I grew up with Welcome to the Chum Bucket near and dear to my heart because it contains a music... A musical number in it, and a I love very those. Good un- one. I love those unconditionally, and this was a sp- an especially good one. I had seen both of them, and I also very much love "Welcome to the Chum Bucket," mostly because of that musical number. Yeah, that really sold me on that. Um, the big switch. You're already suffering in the polls because you don't have any music in you. So maybe work on that. Maybe you should have thought of that before you went on the air. I mean, in that way, any every SpongeBob episode is suffering if they don't have a musical number. So like 90% of the SpongeBob episodes are suffering. That's true. They are. <laughs> I, I retract nothing. <laughs> Just as long as we know where you stand. Yeah, every, I believe everything can, everything can be improved by adding at least one musical number. Is this why you're constantly stinging? Sting- yes. Singing, not stinging. I'm doing both. Why can't I do both? I can sting and sing. I mean, fair. Thank you. So in Welcome to the Chum Bucket, a horrible thing happens. And in my childhood, this this episode made me sort of fond of Mr. Krabs because of his gorgeous singing voice and his love for Spongebob. But then I've watched it again on this day and i realized that i was very very wrong and as usual mr krabs mr krabs is a piece of shit he sucks dog shit he's the worst and i hate him it really confirmed for me that like (laughs) mr krabs has a contract on like yeah spongebob's life basically that's what it would appear to be that's what it would appear to be because in the beginning Spongebob, I mean, it starts off because Mr. Krabs has lost Spongebob in a bet to Plankton. He says, I lost um, this game of cards. I've been playing against him for 15 years and he always loses and I always get his money because Mr. Krabs loves money. So that's that makes sense for him as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's crying and Spongebob is under the impression, oh, he must have lost some money. And he, but like, then... keeps ramping it up that, like, he lost the Krusty Krab or the Krabby Patty secret formula. No, much but no, worse. He, he lost uh, SpongeBob's contract. Yeah. And this is where it got wild for me. Just kind of existentially fraught here. It, like, it confused me because, like, he's like, oh, you don't work here now. You work at the Krusty Krab or you work at the <laughs> Chum Bucket. You work at the Chum Bucket now. And I don't understand why he couldn't quit the yeah. chum bucket and then reapply at the Krusty Krab. Like, no, 
You yeah, belong to the chum bucket now. Throughout this, Plankton threatens to like remove SpongeBob's brain and put it in a robot, which sort of implies that if Mr. Krabs wanted to, which thankfully he doesn't for now anyway, if he wanted to put SpongeBob's brain in a robot, it would be within his legal power to do so because <laughs> of this contract that SpongeBob signed. Hey, SpongeBob, what kind of contract did you sign? Did this you read why... the fine print? This is why you read the terms and conditions. Exactly. I mean, iTunes probably owns all our souls by now, but we just accepted it. Yeah. If, like, Tim Apple came to my door and was like, <laughs> I'm going to put your brain in a robot now and use that robot as a slave, you signed. I'm sorry, Tim Apple? <laughs> Shut Tim up. Apple? His name is Tim Cook, but Trump called him Tim Apple once, so that's his name now. I see. Yeah. I just thought thought it was sort of the lawless land after Steve Jobs passed away. But anyway, if Tim Apple came to my door and said that he's going to steal my brain because of this contract I'd sign, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> that sounds fair. I'm not doing anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, but Mr. Krabs is upset because of his loss of Spongebob and he breaks into tears, which, you know, to see a man, a grown man cry, that's, would, under normal circumstances, it would give me a twinge of, like, sympathy. But his tears mean nothing to me. He to bet me? Spongebob. He bet Spongebob in a game of cards and he lost. He doesn't get to feel upset. And the reason to me why it seemed like he was upset was he was burning all this food. So he was like, yeah, basically burning money. Yeah. He wasn't upset about losing SpongeBob. He was he, upset that he was losing profits and customers because they weren't getting the good food. Yeah. He attempted to replace SpongeBob himself in the singing sequence, but he just burned everything because he and I'm assuming like, at first I was like, well, why doesn't he just hire another fry cook? But I'm like, oh, because no one but SpongeBob would put up with these conditions. <laughs> except for, like, except for Squidward, but even Squidward. Squidward is desperate. He doesn't have any other talents. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a decent clarinetist. He's not. It's It's canon that he's not. <laughs> It's canon that he's gotten into several concerts. Not on his own merit. In um the best day ever, he was in his own concert. Like he was the headliner. Well, it was I didn't just him. Watch that episode, so it doesn't count. <laughs> We're gonna make you watch that episode, and it does too count. Okay, whatever. The point is that I feel nothing for Mr. Krabs's tears. Same. And, and so, um, Miss uh, Plankton takes SpongeBob back to the Chum Bucket, and it's just a really like industrial location. They did a pretty good job of setting the atmosphere here with all of the really weird, creepy, and alien technology. And one calendar that just says science. Yeah, and it's a picture of like a human man's like just. Looks like no expression. Pale like, as a ghost. Yeah. And the stove is like not a stove. It's like a steam powered. Like it has just has holes that emit steam. So I guess they steam the Krabby, Krabby Patties instead of grilling them. 
which maybe that's your first mistake plankton you don't have a stove you just have like a humidifier so maybe fix that one it was cheaper on amazon (laughs) yeah so spongebob is left alone in this very foreign kitchen and this is when the song begins he just is crying and he just approaches the window and starts singing i'm not gonna sing now but if you don't know this song or if you do and you just want to hear it again i totally understand you should look it up it's just so good sometimes me and my sister will just randomly sing one line and then we carry each other into a duet that goes until the end we sing the whole song together just on a whim yeah it's very special to us it brings us together as a family how do your parents react to the fact that your sis you and your sister are just spongebob junkies i don't even know they don't seem to care anymore (laughs) they've just given up yeah basically and then after listening to this he calls it a show tune yeah, there's just swelling orchestrations. There's a shooting star. Like, they sort of both reach out the windows at the same time, and the Krusty Krab and the Chum Bucket are on opposing sides of the street, so they're, like, reaching out to one another, and it's just very beautiful. Turn into to these, like, gas forms to, like, almost reach out and touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break the, the curse. cinematography is exquisite. <laughs> And uh, the green plankton. Plankton. (laughs) The green one. (laughs) I was about to say the green little speck. Um, Plankton uh, afterwards is talking to Karen and says something about uh, touching show tune, but he's about to cut out his brain because he's done with this. Yeah. And Karen says that won't work. That never works. You're going to have to show him passion and understanding. Compassion, not passion. Oof. Which, has he tried this before? Huh? She says that never works. I think she's referring just to, like, the pop cultural canon of (laughs) sci-fi where that never actually works. I don't know of a lot of movies or shows that remove brains from people and then shove them into robots it's mostly like b movies i couldn't really name one Mm. i guess remember in jimmy neutron where he turns his mom into a robot or he like Um, makes a mom bot it just always goes wrong yeah god i hated jimmy neutron jimmy neutron was like okay it was so bad i'm sorry Looking back at the stuff that I've read and watched, I now understand why I am the person I am. (laughs) What does that mean? You've seen... I've been showing you what I read and have read and watched. okay. Like really weird fan fiction about werewolves. (laughs) And demons. (laughs) And demons, yeah. It's all coming together. (laughs) The puzzle pieces. (laughs) And so Karen says, the only way to SpongeBob's heart is through compassion and understanding. 
And Plankton is like, no, Karen, that'll never work. Let me think. Ah, yes. The way to SpongeBob's heart is compassion and understanding. Which is like mansplaining all over again. Yes. It's a very weird marriage. I don't support it. Anyway, Plankton approaches Spongebob with this compassion and understanding. And Spongebob is like, really? Can I go back to the Krusty Krab? And he goes, let's not get carried away. (laughs) Which I found funny. It's like when your boss is like, we're friends. We're on equal footing. And I'm like, can I get paid the same as you? And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Let's not get carried away. You're still below me. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And so Plankton attempts to appease Spongebob. He gets him a stove just like at the Krusty Krab. Plankton does proceed to just spoil Spongebob. He gives him an exact replica of the Krusty Krab. And at first Spongebob is like super thrilled about it. And he's like, I'll get to work right away, Mr. Krabs. And then he realizes that Mr. Krabs isn't there because he has some weird attachment to Mr. Krabs. He is loyal, I'll give him that, but he's not loyal to the correct person. (laughs) He is loyal to a very terrible person who treats him like shit. You worship a false god, Spongebob, I'm sorry. (laughs) And so Plankton starts showering Spongebob with gifts that Mr. Krabs would never give him, including a bubble bath. And I did notice that he was, like, washing Spongebob with a sponge oh i thought it was like a little scrub brush thing it was a sponge it was like a sponge on the end of a stick but it was a yellow sponge that's creepy it's really creepy it sort of raises a lot of questions like are there other sponges that are non-sentient or do they just kill a certain number of sponges to use them for cleaning utensils are sponges second-class citizens? Yeah, because usually I see people using, like, rags or just, like, uh-huh. straight-up bars of soap or... Because it would be too weird to just have someone without a sponge and SpongeBob standing right there, like, um, that's my like, hey, brother. Yeah. <laughs> are you using my uncle? <laughs> yeah. But Plankton's straight-up evil, so he doesn't care about social niceties, so he just whips out a sponge. (laughs) See, I didn't catch that. I was just... Maybe I was just thinking about those shoes that he was wearing. Oh, yeah, he had, like, some fuzzy, vibrating shoes. I don't know whose kink that was, but I didn't like it very much. (laughs) I didn't even take it as a kink. His feet were vibrating. Come on. Maybe he was just massaging his feet. You think foot massages are free of sin? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Bob Snobs Kink Corner. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Oh, we're going to be back here in a little bit with the next episode because I noticed some things. Yeah. (laughs) There is a scene. I'll talk about it later so it's not out of context. Okay. We have to make two trips to the corner. (laughs) Okay. If it's four trips, then it's a room. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so finally, um, after spoiling Spongebob excessively, um, Plankton is 
finally asks SpongeBob, are you up for making a Krabby Patty now? And <laughs> SpongeBob's like, I don't feel like it. I'm in the mood for tacos. Yeah, I'd rather have tacos. <laughs> and then um, Plankton like orders SpongeBob, you are going to make me Krabby Patties. And <laughs> SpongeBob gets up and goes like, you're going to make me Krabby Patties like that. You know how you do. Yeah. And then he's like, don't sass me. And he makes a fart sound. And apparently this is where Plankton draws the line. And he's like, all right. Young man, you just lost your brain privileges. <laughs> Which I always thought was a killer line. It felt like a parent and a child arguing, like a teenager. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it was like. And so we see this robotic SpongeBob with his brain in like a little glass Jar compartment. Which, where were they and keeping SpongeBob? They just threw his carcass in the garbage body would decompose i imagine he's a sponge we don't know how that works he's got organs we've seen them he rips them out to sprinkle on the food i don't think that's anatomically correct though (laughs) i don't think sponges have internal organs otherwise my kitchen would be a horror show you can continue i just need to check you're checking if sponges have internal organs. Yes, I need to know. Please. I need to know as well. They do not. Ha. God. It's sponge all the way through. But for our purposes, that would also mean he doesn't have a brain, which he does in this particular episode. <laughs> so. They don't have muscles, a nervous system, or a circulatory system. The wa- Their laws are like... The... St- it's going on explaining how a sponge works. The structure of a sponge is simple. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That explains that. They do have an internal skeleton that gives them structure. They have a skeleton? An internal one that gives them structure. They don't have spines. No. But they have other bones. They have a skeleton. They may not work the same way that our bones do. I'm not reading into that article. I'm pretty sure it's behind a paywall. It's a pay to know the secrets of what's inside a sponge. I'm not paying to know what's inside a sponge. Sorry. Okay. Just go in your kitchen and cut it open. (laughs) They've already dissected that sponge. Oh. I really don't know how sponges work. Anyway, so (laughs) the robotic Spongebob emerges and plankton is like i command you to make me a crabby patty and spongebob is like i don't wanna the fa- my favorite thing he says he's like get welded <laughs> i laughed so hard i never i never got i never caught that as a baby but this time it was it hit me for some reason i heard um i was like why don't you ask me later like it was a fucking yeah. magic eight ball. It was so good. So good. I love angsty teenage Spongebob. It's the Me best. Me too. It was very good. It's sort of like a warning. Like, if you spoil Spongebob, he'll turn into this teenage angsty monster who will never listen to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And it's almost sort of retroactively justifying Mr. Krabs' horrible treatment of SpongeBob, sort of suggesting that if he were to give SpongeBob everything he wanted, then it would actually make him into a worse person. I mean, that's still not good. I know, I'm not saying that's good. That's a really weird and crazy argument that I'm not a fan of. No. Not the implications all. are bad because it sort of puts Mr. Krabs in the right, which should never happen under any circumstances. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So SpongeBob. Wait, no, no, no. We flash back to Mr. Krabs, who is putting up a out of going out of business sign on the Krusty Krab because I guess he never His hired anyone so else. And then Plankton shows up with SpongeBob. Begging him to take Spongebob back. Mr. Krabs still plays it like coy. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if I want him back. He's your <laughs> headache point. now. Oh my god. At this point, like I how many? kill him. How much of a deal can I get out of this person that can save my livelihood? Exactly. So... He gets he swindles fifty bucks from Plankton in order to take SpongeBob back, which he was sort of risking not getting SpongeBob back again. Which, like, if you're just gambling your own business, that's fine. But you're literally gambling SpongeBob's life again. So, so hey, don't be a piece of shit. He's learned absolutely nothing. Absolutely not. He's terrible. And then finally he asks Spongebob, all right, get back to work. Make me some Krabby Patties. And Spongebob is like, I don't feel like it. And Mr. Krabs just sort of gives him a look. And then he's like, okay, I'll get right on it, sir. (laughs) I don't. But he said he agrees to do it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, "Uh, I'll work the whole day for free, right? Yeah. Which is like... The worst. Yeah, it's terrible. The worst. Mr. Krabs is the worst, and he gets the most out of this episode, even though he's the one who fucked everything up. So, fuck Mr. Krabs, actually. Fuck Mr. Krabs. My God. We're not ending the episode. I just... Wow, fuck him. Yeah. Like, really? Like, really? Like, this is one of my favorite episodes, but really, fuck Mr. Krabs. Honestly. Wow. I think I'm gonna give it a... Just because No, I can't do that. It needs at least a seven. Is it's a musical episode? <laughs> Automatically gets a plus one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh seven I'll give it a seven out of ten. Exactly. Seven out it's... of ten. Mm... SpongeBob robots. Robos Robo sponges. Yes. Okay, so the next one we have is Le Big Switch, and it's French, so you already know you're in for a trip. It starts out with uh, Spongebob putting out an order and giving it, like, sending out a little heart that Squidward chokes on. Yeah, he, like, blows a kiss onto it, and then the heart from his lips gets into Squidward's mouth and he's like, I'm choking on the sentiment. 
It's just a lot of uncomfortable factors mixing together. And so he offers it to the customer himself, since Squidward's not going to be able to do it because he's choking to death. I forget how the line comes up, but Squidward basically puts down the customer's He's like, you're a loser with bad taste because you came to this restaurant. And the cu- the customer starts crying. It's pretty dramatic. They were also just like eating face first off the tray. Yeah, it was pretty gross. So maybe he deserved it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he deserved it. But like, then SpongeBob takes the customer into his arms, rocks him back and forth and hushes him. And puts the Krabby Patty into his mouth like a pacifier. And he's like, no, the customers need uh, to be soothed and care and like loved and care and know they're loved and cared for. I didn't realize it until you phrased it that way. But like, we just sort of visited the kink corner once yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> so Mr. Krabs barges in and sort of takes everything Spongebob said and turns it on his head. He insults all of the customers, tells them to get out of his restaurant, and he forcibly removes them by tipping the restaurant like sideways so they all just tumble out. Which, how strong is he? Or how light is the Krusty Krab? Or how light is the Krusty Krab? And so Mr. Krabs uh, says that he's doing a chef exchange program he says it's a frou-frou restaurant, which I guess, I don't know what that means. I guess it means, like, fancy. I guess high so. Class. Fancy, expensive, high class. Yeah, and he's like, we're going to make so much money by selling s- such small portions for so much money. And it's like, okay, you're making a jab at the high-end restaurant industry it's really original mr krabs good job i hope you feel proud of yourself you small small man and spongebob brings that's like exchange and mr krabs like oh yeah you're also going to be going to a restaurant far 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 away from here yeah which hey like maybe consult him first (laughs) yeah maybe get his consent no we've already established that spongebob has no rights so (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Krabs just owns Spongebob. Yeah. It's all in the contract. He's like, your bus is going to be here in five minutes. I packed your bags already. What happens to Gary? He has, like, he has a life outside of the Krusty Krab and responsibilities. What happens to them, Mr. Krabs? Mr. Krabs don't care. Mr. Krabs says they can starve. Gary's pretty self-sufficient, but still. I mean, fair, but like... And so... As soon as he finishes saying that, the bus arrives. He, like, pushes Spongebob onto the bus and watches it take him away. And Squidward says something like, I should have never underestimated the power of public transportation, or something like that. And then immediately after, another bus arrives to drop off their new chef, who is this French asshole. (laughs) 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 That's, like, his whole character trait. I mean, yeah. He has one character trait, and it's French asshole. I mean, yeah, but it's just, I don't know, just the way you phrased it. I mean, like, if you're going to target someone, you should probably target the French. They deserve it the most. 
Actually, no, I take that back. Target the English. They've gotten away with it for far too long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've colonized literally every everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say the French haven't colonized, but, like, England just sucks on all levels. <laughs> Honestly, fuck Europe. Fuck everywhere. And so, uh, Squidward's, like, is your name... SpongeBob isn't within 50 kilometers of here. Yeah, which is like, come on, Squidward, you can do better than that. Really? And the chef immediately is just like, I hate both of you. Yeah, basically. He's like, but decorum dictates that I must kiss each of you. So he gives them each like a French cheek kiss. And then spits right afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And then we check in on SpongeBob's life. In his new fancy restaurant, which we've we've visited this re- this restaurant before. Yeah, it's a it's a hot location in Bikini Bottom. We've seen it a couple times, and so in the kitchen of Fancy, we see a lot of harried looking chefs who are being yelled at by the head chef. And this head chef seems like to me like they were playing off like Gordon Ramsay. Oh yeah, for sure. He was just yelling at everyone. And he was like, oh, I wouldn't wipe my bottom with this piece of, I think it was like steak steak. or whatever. It was a steak, yeah. And I wouldn't use this water. I wouldn't clean my bottom with this water after wiping my bottom. After wiping my bottom with the steak several times over is what he said. So Um, very much getting into the steak and bottom contact just really getting into that just really want to take that one home (laughs) and then you see spongebob and he does the french french i was gonna say french kiss but that's not what that is he does the cheek kiss in the french manner (laughs) the french kiss yeah the french kiss he french French kisses spongebob um and spongebob sort of giggles like he enjoyed this one he enjoyed that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he does do that though he does he does do that and so uh he gets he puts spongebob to work and he's like stirring a pot like stirring some stuff in a pot and then he takes a crabby patty out of the pot well he tells spongebob to make his gore his most gourmet dish right 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 and we discover that spongebob only knows how to make one thing <laughs> well spongebob is like an alchemist because he was chopping up carrots and potatoes and stirs it into a pot and it comes out of Krabby Patty. He cracks an egg on a pan and then the egg like blinked and turned it into a Krabby Patty. He puts a souffle into the oven and it turns into a Krabby Patty when it comes out. And so he's trying to get rid of all these Krabby Patties as quickly as he can. So he's just throwing them over his shoulder while the chef is yelling. And one of them lands in the chef's mouth and he's like... <gasps> It's so beautiful. I love this. What do you call this dish? <laughs> um, so he starts selling Krabby Patties in the restaurant, and everybody loves it. And then we go back to the Krusty Krab, checking up on their progress. And it's been seemingly converted into a very fancy location with, like, 
plush chandeliers chairs. Chandeliers and gilded chairs. Tablecloths and shit. Um, Real fancy. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs is holding one of their new dishes, which is like... It honestly looks like wet cat food that you just dumped out of the can. And then stuck a leaf on top. Yeah. And... Uh, Mr. Grabs is like, this is $52. Ha ha ha. Suckers are going to buy this. And then Squidward is like, it smells like shit. Why does it smell like shit? <laughs> and then the what chef. What is it? Yeah, yeah. The chef says, um, the odor can only be counteracted by solid gold. And so he starts like shaving some gold on a cheese grater onto the. Which, who the fuck would eat that? Yeah, you're just eating metal. Like, won't that? I mean, rich be people. Bad? Won't that be bad for you? Like, won't that eventually kill you? <laughs> Probably. I don't think you're supposed to eat gold. I mean, people will do it on like pizzas and stuff. Isn't that a thing in New York? Where is it? What? Get... <laughs> it's a thing like gold covered pizza or whatever but it's not is it real gold that can't be healthy there it is it's two thousand (laughs) dollars hold on i'm reading this article on foodandwine.com and it says edible gold must be between 23 and 24 carats it's not the same gold you find in your jewelry which may have other metals and can be toxic toxic and dangerous if consumed. But apparently you can just eat gold, so that's news to me. I don't I'm sure there's a lethal amount, but there's like a lethal amount to everything. Oh my god. Most likely edible gold won't be absorbed from the digestive system into the bloodstream and therefore it will pass through the body and eliminate it as waste. Oh my gosh. You can poop gold. It has no nutritional value. Well, obviously. Well, obviously, but like, you're just eating nothing. You're paying to eat nothing. You're paying. It can't taste good. You're just doing it to say that you ate some gold. You're paying a good chunk of my student loans to eat gold. You can pay $1,000 to eat a bagel. Which is made up of white truffle infused cream cheese and sprinkled with gold leaves. Ooh, Quora.com is going in. Probably more importantly, they decorate food with gold to demonstrate their enormous wealth. To show that they have so much money that they can eat something as valuable as gold. Which, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, like, the main reason. People suck. I hate them. I hate human beings. Mostly the rich ones. I will spray paint a piece of pizza (laughs) with some gold food coloring and charge you $2,000 a slice and put it towards my student loans. Yes. And so Mr. Krabs freaks out, obviously. Because, like, he's rich, but, like, he's also cheap. So he's not about to waste gold like this. Yeah. 
And so then the chef becomes upset because he realizes how cheap Mr. Krabs is, and he realizes that all of the decorations in the web in in the in the restaurant are fake. Because the only way you can eat fine foods is in a fine atmosphere, off right? The like finest silverware in the finest furniture. Like right. everything has to be fancy. Like the forks are just plastic forks spray painted silver and the chairs are just cardboard cutouts which like how are people supposed to sit how are they gonna sit on a cardboard cutout they're gonna know (laughs) um so the guy just like gets really upset basically yeah yeah and then back to spongebob like Everyone is just eating up these Krabby Patties. They love that shit. A bunch of rich assholes just shoving burgers in their faces. And then the head chef guy is like, You must stay. You are my new employee. I love your work. I'm French now. Can you tell from my beautiful French accent how fluent I am? You're a natural. Thank you. And then a timer goes off on spongebob's watch and he's like well the exchange program's over it's time to go back it only lasted a day less than that oh my god it was so bad and so spongebob begins to leave but he takes everyone's krabby patties like off of their plates puts them in a bag and puts the bag in a suitcase and And that bag was like leaking it was really gross like leaked some like sauce on the ground it was bad. I didn't like looking at that. No. But all the customers get upset, which like, yeah, they paid for the burgers. Yeah. They probably paid top dollar for those burgers, true. too. True, 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 true. And so they all follow SpongeBob back to the Krusty Krab. Clinging to his leg. Yeah, like. And to each other. leeches. Uh, Mr. Krabs is hanging up a out of business sign yet again. You see a trend every time Spongebob leaves, the Krusty Krab fails. Um, So yeah, these like goons come in and take Squidward away. Like they repossess Squidward, which implies that Mr. Krabs possessed Squidward. And when uh, Squidward challenges him on the like, hey, tell them that they can't take me. He's like, well, I kind of told them that they can, so they don't take my kneecaps. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also gets a call from Pearl, and she's like, Daddy, there's these burglars in my ha- in our house. And it's like, no, they're just taking all our stuff. Those are just the repo men. <laughs> and then that's when Spongebob returns to their rescue. And... Once all of these rich assholes are in the Krusty Krab, he releases all the Krabby Patties, and it's really bad. Like, they're all just, like, eating them up off the ground because they don't have any of their tables or chairs anymore. So they're just, like, a bunch of cattle, and I'm pretty sure they're making, like, mooing noises, like, like cows. I heard a couple of moos. Which, how much did he spend on plastic silverware and cardboard cutouts of furniture? I know, right? I guess the chef also had to leave. The The French chef had to leave. He had to pay that bill. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Was like, he 
charged Mr. Krabs for his services, for of which he provided like none. Really, made one dish, and we yeah. never saw SpongeBob getting paid. Right. <laughs> Maybe, like, they got paid the same they did at the other locations, and SpongeBob just got paid nothing for Mr. Krabs, so he got nothing. Nice. Yeah, but Mr. Krabs is just, like, lording over all these people, just watching them eat these Krabby Patties off the ground, and they're like, you don't need fancy chairs and tables, you just need food prepared with a lot of love. And he's also poking them with a cane. He was doing that. How is the Krusty Krab, thinking about this, how does the Krusty Krab not been shut down for health, health code violations? It's, remember when they killed that health inspector? <laughs> they didn't kill him. <laughs> I know, but they thought they did. <laughs> but yeah, it was sort of ironic that Mr. Krabs was the one to say that they just need to prepare their food with love because he has no love in his soul. He may have some love for Pearl. I don't think he does. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's got nothing. He's a shell of a man. I'm going to give this one... Hmm. He was conceived under a love spell. <laughs> I give this one five out of ten... I'm trying to think. Five out of ten hearts, I guess, because there was a lot of heart imagery. I have so... Like, I have a lack of feelings about this one. (laughs) I'm giving it a five because I generally didn't like it, but they made fun of the French, so that's a little bit in their favor. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to give it a four. Because the more, like, I... The more I think about it, like, the more that, like, the stuff that I dislike about it comes up. Like, yeah. there are some good things that come up. There's just a lot to dislike. Yeah, the, there was just, like, a lot to dislike. There was just a lot. So, yeah, four out of ten. Four out of ten hearts. All right. Well, fuck, man. That's going to do it for us today. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, follow us at Bob Stops Pod on Twitter. If you feel are feeling some kindness in your heart, if you had a Krabby Patty and you know felt some of that love that SpongeBob puts in every burger, fe- <laughs> feel the love that we put the love that we put into this podcast in every episode. In every episode, we put in so much love. That's why it's so special. <laughs> it's not like those commercial sponge, those commercial podcasts that just do it for the money. <laughs> we do it because we love the craft. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all serious, thank you very much for joining us. Thank join you. us to join us two Saturdays from now when we watch yet more episodes of spongebob i really really want to watch uh oh i'm pretty sure i know what i want to watch i have a couple in mind though 
So I guess you'll see what we're going to be watching in two weeks when you join us again. Yep. Do you want to take us away? As you've seen from today, fuck Mr. Krabs. Fuck Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs.